Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1119. Life After a Layoff, What I'd Do Differently, part two, by Jessica of thefioneers.com. And hey, I'm Dan, I am your host and narrator here, and I'm with you every single day of the week. And if you missed yesterday's episode, I wanted to let you know that this is actually a part two that started yesterday, that's uh, Monday's episode 1118. So if you haven't heard that one yet, I would recommend uh, listening to that first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two from Jessica as we optimize your life. Life After a Layoff, What I'd Do Differently, part two, by Jessica of thefioneers.com. Number three, reset and figure out what I want. If I were laid off today, I'd take this as an opportunity to both reset and figure out what I want. When I was looking for jobs in 2009, and when I got laid off in 2014, I felt extremely stressed out. I didn't give myself breathing room. I was constantly looking for jobs, writing applications, or analyzing why I didn't get a job offer. If I could go back and change it, I would have stepped back to, one, take care of myself, and two, take time to reflect on what I wanted. Most people experience stress and burnout as part of their job. While I experience a lot less stress than I used to, I still think that I would want to spend time taking care of myself. I would make sure that I was sleeping enough, exercising, focusing on my relationships, and building fun activities into each day. This would help me to remember that I have an identity outside of my job and my paycheck. These things alone do not define me. I would also use the time to figure out what I wanted in the future to see if I could start working toward that now. I'd reflect on a few questions. One, what aspects of my last job did I enjoy most? Two, what parts of the job made me miserable? Three, what were my peak experiences in my professional life? And four, what are the commonalities amongst my peak experiences? These questions would allow me to understand my vision for the future. I would be able to better articulate what kind of roles I should look for and which to rule out. Number four. Finding a job is about finding the right match. When I was searching for my first real job in 2009-2010, I did a ton of interviews. Every rejection felt like a blow. I was extremely nervous about every interview because I felt like I needed to prove that I was good enough. I now realize that a job search is less about proving my worth and more about finding the right match. It's about finding the match between what I can offer and what the employer needs. It's also about finding the right boss and work environment that will allow me to thrive. 
because I didn't see interviews as a two-way street, I got into some organizations that weren't a great match for me. Now, when I interview, I ask a lot of questions about the culture and work environment. Five, drop the idea of a dream job. I don't believe in dream jobs anymore. Like many people, I imagined that there was one right job for me. Once people get their quote-unquote dream job, they usually realize that it's not all it's cracked up to be. My friend who writes over at A Purple Life shares a similar sentiment. She started her pursuit of financial independence because she got her dream job and realized that she didn't like it. If I were to be laid off now, I would now know that dream jobs don't exist. Instead, I'd focus on finding a job where I could build skills and get into a field I was interested in. I would also remind myself that everything is temporary. My next job doesn't have to be perfect. It only needs to teach me new skills. Number six, connect with and build my network. Now, I know that applying for one job after another was not the best job search strategy. When so many people are applying for jobs at once, it's better to focus on networking. In 2009, I didn't have much of a network. I had graduated from college in Tennessee. We went and taught English for several months at a university in Nicaragua. Then we came back to the US and moved to New Jersey. When we moved there, we didn't know a soul. If I were laid off now, I would definitely approach my job search differently. Utilizing my network would be key. I'm already on a bunch of industry-specific listservs, so I'd use those. I'd reach out to individuals in my network to see if they knew of anything available in their company. I'd look for additional listservs and other networks related to my field or desired role. This would allow me to connect with like-minded people. I would also hear about job openings from a real person, not just a job description. I'd also look up the company or organization on LinkedIn to find people with similar backgrounds and experiences. Informational interviews are always a great way to learn more about a job and a company. And seven, explore the crazy idea in the back of my mind. If I was laid off now, I would split my time focusing on applying for another job and building up my own business ideas. If I could go back in time to 2009 and 2014, I would have focused on building up a business. It could have helped me generate cash flow while I was looking for work and after I found work. If I had explored building a business five or 10 years ago, I might be running my own business full-time today. Then I wouldn't need to look for a job. What to do when you get laid off? Focus on today. I can't change anything that happened or the way that I reacted to it in 2009 or 2014. I can only focus on what I do today. If I were laid off in this current crisis, I know I would be more mentally prepared for the challenge. I've grown and learned a lot over the last 10 years. I hope that if you or I experience a layoff within these next several weeks or months, that we utilize these learnings. You just listened to part two of the post titled Life After a Layoff, What I'd Do Differently by Jessica of thefioneers.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. 
So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you again to the pioneers whose motto is, the journey should be as remarkable as the destination. So their take on financial independence is to do everything they can to enjoy the process along the way, trying to create a life that they don't even want to retire from. And because of all of their money and financial advice, including tips on how to retire early, they're regularly featured over on one of our other podcasts, Optimal Finance Daily. So to hear a bunch more articles from them, be sure to check out and follow or subscribe to that show too. Again, that's Optimal Finance Daily, format very similar to this. And thanks again to the Pioneers for letting us share their work. But that's gonna do it for today. Hope you enjoyed part two of this post and that you're having a great day out there. And I'll see you right back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.